When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These boys already then started the bullshit before the show even started. We already had three arguments before the show even started. This is TGIF. We're here with another fabulous episode. We're going to break down all the social media stuff that's trending and, and talk about all those hot topics. But more so, we're going to talk about some things that we got going on in our lives. Please welcome brand ambassador, uh, my, my, my very wonderful friend, Mr. Al Reynolds. I'm sorry, Brent of Ask Ambassador, what I said. Brent Strategist. I'm Brand sorry, that was the first thing. Brent all of, all of it is some lies anyway, so it don't matter. <laughs> Listen, I actually got degrees and job experience to back mine up. Mm-hmm. What you got? Mm-hmm. Okay. What I got to make you spend what's money. Up, what's, what's up, Claudia? <laughs> Hi. Um, and also, please welcome multimedia personality talk show host. And uh, you're also a brand ambassador, Funky Dineva. Hello, Funky Dineva. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm your host, Claudia Jordan. I'm giving y'all coming to America tonight. I'm giving you whatever you like. That's happening today. (laughs) Um, So I watched a movie today. Did y'all get to check it out yet? Coming to America too? No, I didn't get a chance to see it. How was it? I really liked it. I'm going to say this. I was one of the ones that was skeptical because when it's, it's one of my favorite movies, part one. So I really thought, you know what? It's, sequels are usually whack. Like, remember The Hangover? Part one was so mm-hmm. good. Part two right. was trash. Part three was tragic. I didn't want to see one of my favorites, you know, be, re, you know, ruined. But it was funny. It was very, um, you know, what I like about Eddie Murphy. He, as mainstream as he is, he still got inward in him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like his stuff is still like for us. Like there's like inside jokes that for the people. That, that I really like. So y'all have so, to- you know, my, my biggest concern with the coming to America situation was everybody was 30 years old. God bless James Evans, but he looked like he got one foot in the grave and another one inside the funeral home. So I was concerned about his health. Then they had Garcelle Beauvoir. She don't look the way she used to. She looked two times divorced and six, t- six kids had over. Then they had old Cheryl Hadley who played the queen that he married. Quiet as it's kept, honey. I don't know if she was there because she could act because her bills is backed up. Because we ain't seen her since the first coming to America. So her acting skills, as far as I'm concerned, was still on the line as to if she was qualified to be able to do this. But if you said the people had it going on, Claudine, and all I can say is that the people had it going on. And for everybody out there that's black, go out there, borrow your friend girl, Amazon Prime. Don't order up no shit on her account. But watch coming to America too and help them black people stay paid. I like the movie. I liked it. I liked it. It was ready. I look old and fatter, but I liked Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones stole the scene. Every scene she was in. She 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 stole the scenes. I'm telling you, Leslie Jones did her thing. Lunell did her thing in this movie. Um Tiana Taylor's body was amazing. She was she was she, she was uh, kind of uh, kind of like a badass. 
Was Damn! Louis, was Louis Anderson funny in the movie? He looked like he was once foot in the grave. Yeah. He really yeah. did. He looked like the diabetes. Let me let me stop. He he looked um Lord, the people finna come get you. I know. Oh my diabetes. god. The sugar crabs do not like me anymore. They like mad at me because I mentioned uh what's his name? Diabetes one time. Um uh, uh you know the one guy that was talking shit, Boozy, Bozy, whatever. Oh Bo-Bo- yeah, I got I got red for that too. Yeah, <laughs> little Bootsy. Well, I just want to add one thing to the dialogue real quick. For those of y'all out there that's wondering why I'm real crunk, I got reprimanded before the show started, and y'all know I am normally <laughs> employee of the month. I was told by a certain producer, could I please take my drink out of a red cup and put it into a glass? And I told him that I was single. I don't like washing dishes. And I, and I felt like right. the and red cup added authenticity to what it is I had to say because all black people drink out of red cups. But now he won't be drinking out this bougie-ass glass. And so if I'm not funny tonight, it is Justin Hart's fault. I just want y'all to know. You know what, Funky? They try to come for me too with my red cup, but I love a red cup. Insane. Like, who? See, see, black folks get a little job, a little producer, a little supervisor, producer job, executive, right. this, executive. And they forget that. where they Let come me, from. Isn't he like 12? He's like 12, right? He's like in his 20s or something. He's he's like popping, he's People 12, don't understand. Liquor tastes better out of a red cup. It just do. And you stir that bitch around like this, stir it up, or you hold it by the head like this, and you stir it up and you sip that hoe. It tastes better out of red cup. But I'm going to try this glass shit tonight. I'm going to try it. So. Anyway. Let's just get everything out of the way at the top of the show so we can just do all the business afterwards. Um, uh, <laughs> okay, uh, Jerome, in the comments that leave Justin alone. I can help him. No, there's no, no Justin's bougie, but I listen, Justin's <laughs> one of my favorite people in the world. I love me some Justin Hart, and he is. He has done so much for all the shows I do. Like Justin is my guy. But Justin, we gonna we gonna drink with you with some red cups, and we are gonna get you right on um, back to your southern roots. Like Hollywood got you a little bougie right about now. Speaking of bougie, we're all gonna go to Miami and visit Funky Tineva. Tineva wants to get a boat for us, and Al's bougie ass said that boat that Funky was gonna get is just not good enough for him. Well, no, 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 let's be clear. I didn't say it wasn't good enough. I said it wasn't big enough. So he wants to take us out on a fishing boat with one engine. With all us, that ain't going to work for me. It ain't no all us. It's just us. As of now, it's me, Claudia, and Al. And give or take between now and then, we might invite one person apiece. The yacht is 4,500 for four hours. The pontoon is 800 for four hours. If we just want to do a little yang, yang, yang round the Biscayne Bay and just fellowship, let's just get the pontoon just to be together. But Al talking about he want to get the yacht for four or five people. So go ahead and get it in. You sit your light bright ass over there with all Star Jones money there. Go ahead and put your credit card down. That's the damn deposit. And let me and Claudia just show up and bring the chicken. Let me let me make it very clear that the money that I got is the money that I made. It ain't got nothing to do with my ex, okay? So I don't need none of that, never needed any of that. I was established and wealthy long Well, then you put your credit card down there. That's cool. I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm not getting on no damn, you know, one-engine boat going around down Miami and getting stuck. If the engine goes out, we done. And <laughs> you can't swim. So you can't even get back to the, you can't get back to shore. 
He got to be on somebody's back. probably walk on water, so she's going to be fine. Well, I've been trying to climb somebody back, so you'll be there. What's the see? <laughs> okay, moving on. Let's get into the show. It is TGIF. This is what y'all came for, right? Y'all came for this. Honky, it looks like um, <laughs> the show already. Uh, a Twitter troll expressed their frustrations. <laughs> <laughs> These guys with their comments regarding white people being more concerned about their dogs than humans. Tell us what happened, Funky. How did it affect you? Let me tell you what Whitefish said real quick. <laughs> So she gonna get on my line and gonna say, now y'all remember last week the video I said, see, that's why I don't fool up with white people. They care more about them dogs than they do humans. It was just a comedy bit said in jest. Anybody I know know when I'm going to make a point, I say, that's why I don't fool up with black people. I said about everybody. So here's what white fish had to say. Wow, this video is racist as hell. You don't want to F with white people then I'm done following, liking, and supporting this bullshit. If you tolerate hate for any group, you accept it for yourself. That is the reality, period. When I tell you I got this all together so nice, nasty, I told her, I said, girl, y'all want to be, y'all want to feel oppression and racism so bad. Shut up and complain about something real. It was said in jest, and you know that, Karen. And then mm -hmm. they lit her ass up in the damn comments. Uh, listen, you know, the, the mere mention of a nationality or race does not make something racist. Like if you refer to someone as white or Latino or black, that's not racist. Now, when you drag, you people are playing so dumb these days where they you can't even make a joke. You can't even mention an ethnicity or race without someone wanted, wanted to be fake oppressed and fake outrage. Um, Karen... Um, he said what he said, and that's it. And, and the reality of the situation is I always let people know when they come to my content, I wasn't talking to your ass no way. I make no qualms about it. I do what I do and say what I say for people who look like me. Next. Moving on, Wendy Williams recently appeared on Dr. Oz, and uh, she said she's not taking the coronavirus vaccine. She said she doesn't trust it. And she's never even gotten the flu shot, neither have I. Wendy's refusal to get the vaccine uh, shot influenced a lot of people to do the same. Is that what you think that uh, there's, there's a lot of outrage at? Because she's not going to do it. Other people may not get it. What do y'all think about her making these comments? Al, what do you think? You know what? Uh, Wendy Williams is rich. And because she's rich and have access to uh, health care, she can go to a cardiologist, a rheumatologist, dermatologist, whateverologist she wants to because she has money, then she can make comments like that. But when I say to the regular people that don't have access to healthcare, who live off of $25,000 or less a year, and who also, let's talk about this, are exposed to virus-related occupations, you need to take that vaccine so that we can see each other in 2022. So as far as I'm concerned, Wendy, understand that you are afraid but you can afford to be afraid the regular american cannot sorry we need to take the vaccination to protect ourselves to protect our communities and to protect our families well i guess you two won't be hanging out anytime soon Daniva, what do you have to say the child al said she had access to every doctor except for marriage counselor but that's a whole nother show and a whole nother damn video you know listen i i i i i you already know, and I've already said it on countless videos, 
black people kill me with their theories and ain't got 12 community college credit hours in anything health or science related. Dr. Oz is on the doggone show and you gonna sit up and talk like you know better than Dr. Oz talking about trust, this, that, and the third. I get it. I get that black folks have a reason to historically, you know, not trust the medical system, but we got to understand that this is not the Tuskegee experiment. Right. They are not only providing this vaccine to black people, they giving it to everybody. So unless the conspiracy involves killing off every nationality across the doggone globe, Y'all need to cut it out. Y'all care, y'all bad-ass kids down the pediatric associates <laughs> at the start of every school year and give them every damn vaccine and y'all don't question them people one damn time about what they sticking in y'all damn kids. Aside from that, you take their ass down to church's chicken and get their ass the number two three times a damn week, you lazy mamas, y'all, or welfare mamas. And you don't question what kind of hormones they don't stuck up in that chicken. But <laughs> now you want to question Dr. Oz, Dr. Fauci, Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson, and everybody who got more medical credits than you do, sit bike and shut up and get the damn shot. People like Wendy Williams, it's all good if you don't want the shot, but you need to sit back and stop perpetuating the spread and that ignorance in our community right. because unfortunately, there is a demographic of people out there who don't know no better, who right. lack the ability to think for themselves, and they're going to follow suit as to what you say. Like Al That's said, good. if your ass get ready to fall dead, you got money to get fixed. If they ask fall dead, they're going to freeze outside of no, the urgent care with no insurance right. having asses. In a, in a, in a truck, a truck trailer truck in the back of the hospital, you're not even going to be in the morgue. Y'all both made fantastic points, but I'd like to add to that because I was, you know, I was fearful, but my, my guy's about to get the vaccine on Tuesday. He's a veteran and he's like, they already gave me every other, as, as from the military, they give them everything. Um, a lot of people that are being like, just like the new fake vegans um, are the same people that I've seen in Miami at Dream taking Maui from strangers, sucking on a blunt that somebody else done put in their mouth. You don't know what kind of bacteria and viruses were on that thing. Um, taking pills from strangers, getting bags of drugs that they found in clubs and taking them. I've seen all this behavior in Miami, in the clubs in New York, right Al? In the clubs in LA, like we've seen all this craziness. And the same, like, those are the people that I trip off of. Like, I'm like, but you smoked crack before. <laughs> you do Molly. You do all these things. And now, and I'm just like, wait a minute. Are you talking about me? <laughs> I mean, at <laughs> festival two years ago, you were wildin'. But anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying, isn't it ironic that people yeah. that are all of a sudden are so concerned about the ingredients in something? Right. Are the some of the biggest drug mm -hmm. consumers from mm -hmm. strangers, not even like your connects. Mm -hmm. Not that I'm endorsing doing drugs, mm -hmm. but I'm just saying if you know there's yeah. people there that take drugs from strangers and clubs, yeah. and now they have a problem with the vaccine. Taking the drug from the pharmaceutical company, the people who is trained to make right. sure it's safe. Right. All I'm saying is that you know, when it comes to people of color, especially African American community, we're three times more likely to be hospitalized from this. And we're two times more likely to die from it. So we got to protect ourselves because we don't have access to health care. And we are the ones that are actually on the front line. We're the ones in the hospital cleaning up behind these people. We're also the ones in the hospital giving them their shots and everything that they need and feeding them. So we got to protect ourselves. That's just it. And before we go to break, and for all you people that are going to be in the comments that say they work for Fox, they're part of the agenda, they're being paid to push the vaccine. 
Nobody's getting a check from Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson Johnson, or any of the above to say this. These are all independent, uh, in, you know, uh, opinions. And I'm not pushing the vaccine to anyone. I'm still having to decide if I'm going to do it. But I'm just saying, like, some of the conspiracy theories are just a little bit ridiculous. And you sound nuts if you're doing any of those other things that we're talking about. Because, you know, there's a lot of people out here licking random booties. But you're worried about a vaccine from a, from a trained professional. We're going to take a quick break. And we'll be back with more shady-ass TGIF when we return. <laughs> Claudia, do you lick booty? No, too lazy. Too lazy to lick booty? Do y'all? I don't. I'm classy. <laughs> no, thank you, Al. Welcome back to TGIF. Listen, this is either going to be our most popping show or uh, our last show. <laughs> all right, listen, let's get into this Meghan Markle tea. So, you know, all this drama, they're, they're, they're um, leaving their royal duties, you know, um, Meghan and Harry. And, you know, all this stuff is starting to come out, right? Which I think is quite interesting that all of a sudden, the royal palace, they want to launch an investigation into Meghan's alleged bullying. But y'all never launched an investigation to Prince Andrew hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein and all the underage girls and none of that. That wasn't a cause for the investigation. But the big bad light-skinned black girl that married the prince got his nose wide open he's actually standing with his wife and y'all want and, 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 and you know launch an investigation about her what say y'all what say y'all well, you know i got several questions about this monarch and how this old monopoly ass government of theirs is damn set up number one first of all and I don't mean to offend none of my British people, but this damn queen ain't dead yet. Can somebody call Willie Watkins to get her ass? Okay, because this hoe got more lives than the goddamn cat. And like you said, they around here want to launch an investigation into Meghan Markle from the HR department. But here's the question I have. What good is an investigation for somebody who don't work for y'all? Okay, what recourse do y'all have? Not only do this lady not work for y'all, she used her passport and moved her ass across the seven damn seas. So launching an investigation into bullying is going to find what? Absolutely. And to Claudia's point, y'all got big damn nerve want to investigate her for bullying and Prince Andrew had been accused of playing between little girls and in between they that's what y'all need to be investigated matter of fact you need to be investigating what the hell the, the queen brother uh damn eating because his ass looked like he got two feet in the grave and one sticking up out the damn dirt asking for air water 40 acres and a damn mule and when they keep saying the firm and buckingham palace i need to know who the firm and buckingham palace is because as far as i'm concerned and the way my rudimentary understanding of the monarchy is set up the queen is in charge of all of this you so know somebody gonna put something in her damn water Okay, to make her ass go to damn sleep. So somebody who ain't seen now and somebody who's more abreast of what the hell was going on in the 90s can take charge of what's going on over there. Woo, you said a whole word. You said a whole word. And, 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 and Donnie, it was so perfectly stated. I'd like to also piggyback real quick and I'm going to turn it on over to Al. Y'all really have, I'm still waiting for the Princess Diana investigation into the suspicious car crash that happened and y'all didn't like her ass and she turned up dead and now uh, Prince Charles is with the ugly side bitch. Like, I'm with that investigation. Queen. Here's what's sad. That is y'all family. 
That is y'all blood. So that's the part that's throwing me when they're saying the firm, the monarch, the royal family. I take that as your grandma and your daddy is bullying your wife. Somebody make it make sense. Al, you know more about this stuff than I do. Make it make sense, brother. Well, guys, I'm probably going to take the win out of you all sale because I actually have a problem with the whole thing. So it's it's in my mind, I'm looking at it as she's using words that she's allowed to use. So she calls it the firm because she's not allowed to address it any other way. But this is my issue with this particular story. I do understand that this is this whole campaign about her bullying is kind of being, you know, trumped up because she's getting ready to go public. She's using Oprah. She is she is making this story an international story. Now, the problem that I have with Megan right now, though, is that how black was she before she married uh, the, you know, the prince, right? So as I view it right now, the reason why she's going to Mother Oprah to save her is because she's feeling the burden of being a black woman these days. You know, she wasn't talking all of this until they were calling her child a monkey and all those other names and reminding her that she was black. So she goes to Oprah because she needs help. And you want to know why she needs help? Because she's out here trying to save her coin and her family's coin. He's only worth $30 million and they're very young. And that $30 million without that royal family is not going to last very long. So as you both know, in the celebrity world, relevancy is your only currency, all right? And she is out here trying to stay relevant. And, and you know that relevancy trumps money, family, fortune, and power. And she understands that she's got to protect that with all her might. And that's why she's talking. And that's why she's talking to Oprah. She's finally feeling the burden of being a Black woman. Black women have been saving families for all of their lives. And as Black women, they've been saving their children. And they've been saving the family's income. This is what I see going on right now. She's fighting for her relevancy and she's fighting for her family so that they'll be able to be relevant and can make some money. Because if you move outside of that royal family, they're done. You think it's about relevancy? Oh, absolutely. I she, think was, she was an extra model on Deal and Odeal with me back in the day. An extra. She was a like a, a fill-in on Deal and Odeal, and then she was an actor. This is the most famous she's ever been in her life. That's right. And she made that choice. She thought she had hit the lottery until she landed over there in England and they checked her ass. And they said, okay, so you thought you got royalty. This is what royalty really is. It comes with a responsibility and it ain't as cute as you thought. And also they have the ability to be discriminatory because remember England, remember they used to rule the world. They used to have world influence, right? So they still have that standard that they expect from their family. And she it's basically being, you know, checked. She's basically- Are you anti-Megan or are you pro-Megan? I'm sorry? Are you anti-Megan or are you pro-Megan? No, I'm for Megan, but this is the deal. She can't go over there and pretend like it was something that it's not. It's been like that for for centuries. I mean, it's been like that for a very, 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 very long time. I think what Megan thought possibly was that her experience was going to be different. And what she was met with was tradition and a long history of discrimination and also a way in which they have lived their, their royalty, period. And she don't like it. 
And she don't feel like that she has to participate within it because it just doesn't make her feel good. So she has taken her husband out of the royal family, apart from the royal family, moved to Canada, and now to the U.S. to kind of reestablish herself. And she's trying to find her relevancy because once they don't become, once they're not relevant anymore, and once we're not interested in them anymore, they're going to be just like the rest of us trying to find the next check. I'm not mad at what she's doing. I feel like, um, you know what, even if it is custom and tradition, at some point, these old uh, school tired ass traditions have to change. It's clearly have a problem with her because she is, you know, black, biracial, whatever you want to call it. And, and, and there's an issue because there's no heat for Kate Middleton. You can't tell me she's been perfect. And Harry is siding with his woman, his wife. And he said he does not. He was a lot closer to his mother. And he said he did not want the same thing to happen to his wife as ha- what happened to his mom and that their mental health was suffering. Now, she had an interview with Oprah Winfrey before the wedding that she was supposed to do, but they blocked it. But now she's able to tell her story. And she said that mm-hmm. the, the royal family is really trying to make her up. Listen, we've all seen this before. The black woman, even if she got a drop of black in her, you know, the first thing I'm going to say, difficult, diva, hard to deal with, bully, all those typical things that we eat that shit up. But we'll, we, we will definitely keep up with this story and, and, and have more on that at another time. Uh, listen, uh, this month is, um, well, trans awareness, actually. I want to get into the trans awareness issues. The Mississippi State Legislator uh, passed a bill this week that bans transgender athletes from competing on female sports teams at schools and universities. Now, there are currently 25 states considering laws like this. Uh, specifically banning transgender women from competing in women's sports activities. What are your thoughts on this? You know, this is very controversial with me being one of the outspoken leaders in media of the LGBTQ community. I might come under a lot of fire for this, but here's what I have to say. My aunt and my grandmother taught me that in this life, we all have our cross to bear. And the reality of the situation is that there are just going to be some things by virtue of who you are you're not going to be able to do in this life. You're not going to be allowed to participate in. You're not going to have access to. And unfortunately, when you were dealt the trans hand, no matter how you slice it and dice it, you may be a woman in your psyche, in your spirit, in your soul, in your mind, and everywhere else that matters. But from a physical and biological perspective, you are a man. You are male. Science has proven that men, by virtue of who they are, are stronger, more agile, and faster than women. It is just unfair. And it's one of those things, and I'm sorry if this sounds insensitive, that the trans community is just going to have to forego in exchange for all the other liberties that they're trying to get. You can't have everything and that's going to be one of them maybe the answer is you start a trans league but you cannot tell me by any stretch of the imagination that if you put a trans woman against a cisgendered woman that there's not a physical advantage right i have to i have to agree with funky on that because this is the deal why not just create a, a whole different league why not create a whole different division? Because we have a women's, you have a men's. Why not have a trans? Because have you guys seen the video of these trans women running in track, at least in track and field or in other competitive sports against the other women? It's like they are blowing them away. It's not even like it's close. So what it shows me is that that's not even fair in the least bit. And a lot of these women have spent their entire careers from AAU track and field when they were 12 all the way up until they're 20 to try to win and maintain certain, you know, uh, uh, races 
uh, and they are being trumped by these trans runners. So I'm concerned about that. So my thing is let's level the playing field and let's create a trans um, division. Why not, or a trans league? I'm, my brain's not working right now, but why not compete? Why not let them com compete on an equal footing? And I understand the argument that, you know, the, the whole point of, of transitioning is to live what you feel, you know, your, your truth and you, how you identify and not to feel in, excluded. I understand that. As someone that ran track for uh, like 15 years, I think it was, the difference between first, second, and third place can literally be a, a hundredth of a second. And, and your little, any little competitive edge you can get will make the difference between you getting a scholarship or not. Between you getting that 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 blue medal and that gold ribbon, I mean, I'm sorry, that gold ribbon and that blue medal, or not. And in track and field, they don't care about second and third place. They really don't. It's all about the winner. You never hear about who's second in the hundred meter dash or the two hundred meter dash or the mile. It's number one. So I do feel like even though there are studies that say, and I, I heard the argument that okay, that with trans women, um, you know, there's testosterone suppressors and all kinds of things, so their their levels are lower as a cisgender woman, like equal, but I still feel like there's muscle mass, bone death, there's so many things and science proves this y'all. And I'm all for the transgender community to feel included. I really am, I rock with y'all. But when I'm seeing MMA fights where a, a cis woman's skull was fractured because the trans woman that she fought was so much stronger, we've got to come up with a solution that works for everyone. We right. really do. And that's not to dish anybody. Well, but, what's, what's wrong with completing, what's wrong with um, starting their own league? Well, because the whole thing is that you're supposed to be transitioned into the mainstream world. And speaking of, and something that gave us a lot of education into that, Claudia, I don't mean to jump ahead. I think it's worth mentioning that uh, Pose is at season three is premiering May something or another, and it's the final and third season. And I would encourage anybody out there who wants you know, to have some more meats and potatoes to have this argument that we're having or to get more information about the trans community to really watch this show because it opened my eyes and explained a lot of things to me. And just because I'm a gay boy and I'm a part of the LGBTQ community doesn't even mean I understand the trans community per se. So I definitely wanna say shouts out to Pose, Ryan Murphy, FX, Angelica Ross, all the girls over there. And I think for those people who are still having a lot of trouble with this whole trans thing, Pose would be a great, subtle, entertaining way for you to get some of the education that you're looking for so we can have these more robust conversations. And a fantastic show, Mada and the, the acting is superb. We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back with more TJF when we return. <laughs> Welcome back to TJF. During the break, Al was asking what celebrities I have uh, been with and I uh, told them the ones, some of the ones that have hit on me and I haven't who been with them. Who are they again? Who did, who did you name again? All right, don't get us in trouble. I show too new. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight we like to introduce a new segment called the hot seat. Uh oh. Uh, where one of us will be asked questions, and Funky Daniva, since you have so much to say about everyone else every week, Ooh. we have some questions for you because you're in the hot seat this week, my friend. Are you now, ready? mind y'all, viewers. This was not in my email. I've been completely ambushed. Why? I, How? I, it wasn't in my email either. Either. Okay, but go ahead. 
I didn't really know we were doing this. They just put this in the chat. Oh, oh, <laughs> so, um, Hugh, Al and I are going to hit you with several questions, and you have to answer each one quickly and move on. Oh, y'all ain't shit. Go ahead. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, these are just from our, our own, right? Um, Tim, Justin, this is just us. We're just going to go right at it. Whatever we want to know. No, woman. No, no. You got questions. I don't see my questions. All right, Q, I, I have one. Um, when you came out, how did your family treat you? My mom treated me like shit. No, wait, mom, wait. For two years, my mom was extremely angry. I'll never forget a story. She came over to my house one time. She had a raggedy car and she knocked on my door. She was in my area and she needed to put some water in her car because it was smoking and she couldn't get back home. And when I opened the door, she was like, look at you, look at you. I can see it all on your skin. God's not pleased. Mm -hmm. I slammed the door in her damn face and she had to sit outside for an hour until her car cooled down. Okay, I forgot to mention there's a timer, so you have a minute to get it. Is it 30 seconds to get But I think it's worth mentioning. 15 really seconds. I think it's worth mentioning really quickly. My dad looked at me and said, you never even had to tell me that. My dad said, I watch the MTV. I see what those people do to their kids, and I would never do that to any of my children. You've been walking around all these years carrying a burden that was mine to carry for you. Wow. Oh, that's hot. That, okay, cute. That, I, I really like that warm and fuzzy. That was really nice. But it's my turn <laughs> to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. All right. We've seen you in and out of relationships, like at least 10 since we've met on the show. Do you have <laughs> commitment issues? Go. Uh, I don't know that I have commitment issues, but I definitely have a hybrid definition of what a relationship is. I don't want to be in a traditional relationship. You cannot live here. I don't want to be your everything. Two or three days a week of your time would be great. A truck driver boyfriend would be perfect. <laughs> Oh, I have a question, but it's not in the script. It's going to be something that I wanted to ask you, so it's going to be worse. <laughs> okay, ready? I'm ready. The whole beef with the Gary Coleman character, and I'm never going to bring her up after this, okay? She says you left dog crap in the house. You said it was dog food. For once and finally, just tell us the real. Was it dog shit or was it dog food? It was dog food. I was that girl's only friend. She came up to that house every day at 5.30 and we went out to eat. So if I was living in her house that nasty, she was a participant in it. The eviction people was coming to get my ass and I had just found out the day before. So bitch, I was moving my shit out of dog food bus and I left that shit down there. Okay. Okay, your time is up. Your time is up. Okay, cute. I'm gonna give you 15 seconds. You've had several beefs with celebrities. But which one left you feeling bad about the argument afterwards? Go. Uh, there would be two. Tamar Braxton and Tammy Roman. Me and, Tam me, and, me and Tamar actually went at each other hard for a very long time. And believe it or not, it was just all a misunderstanding and for nothing. And I love Tammy. <laughs> Something messy. I like this thing. I can't wait for it to be Al. Come turn. on, Claudia. Okay, Q. If you weren't working with Al Reynolds, would he be the type of guy that you would go out with and take for a ride? Go. Want to ride in my Mercedes, boy? Let me tell you something. So I am attracted. I am attracted to intellect. Ooh. Al, by every stretch of the imagination, is and would be my type. He is. I'm attracted to his mind. Now he's shady as all hell, and I probably have. Okay, Q. I'm gonna give you a Shady. Okay. I I like the Al Reynolds type. Oh. 
All right, I'll take it. All right. Question, you got 15 seconds. Question, you've been public about some of your former drug use, correct? Mm -hmm. Do you have any regrets? Go. Not none whatsoever. It took all of that to make me, I was a party girl, weed, ecstasy, cocaine, and Molly are the only four drugs that I've ever did. Um, I don't regret it. I met some great people. I had some great experiences. Um, I was a wild child, but I now live to tell this story and I happy <laughs> and all of that. That means you gotta stop. It was it was yeah, you, you going right past the time. It was a necessary part of my story. Okay. You know what? I love this. I love this. I love this. Okay, last uh, okay, another question. Uh Q, what's a category in adult flicks? I'm thinking that we'd be surprised to know that you have searched for go. So I'm all about there's something about the big black man just the small, tiny, little white little thing that just turns me all the way on. And there's something about the white husband watching why the big black his wife. That gets me. You asked. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, it's been nice having this show on Fox Soul. From now on, you can probably catch us on just YouTube or Facebook. Right. We're about to be an Instagram show. <laughs> Y'all asked. <laughs> Great job, Q. You know what? This was a lot of fun. And Q, thank you so much. Great for job, Q. Such a great sport. Um, we're going to take a quick break and cool down. Uh, don't go away. Stick around for more TGA. What was that? When I tell you I've been having so much fun, is this not the best show on YouTube right now? Is this yes. not the best show right now? I'm sorry, I'm feeling ourselves right now because this has been, I've been having a, a great time with y'all. Like I truly look forward to seeing y'all and working with y'all every Friday. And I hope y'all know that that's from the bottom of my heart. So I, I really, I rocked with y'all. This has been so fun. Moving on, fashion journalist and creative director Andre Leon Talley reportedly owes half a million dollars in back rent on his New York mansion, but he says uh, says he won't accept the money that was collected to get him, uh, you know, saved from being evicted. Andre says his legal team is handling the situation and released this statement because apparently the fans don't set up a GoFundMe page for him, and he's like, no, I don't need that money, which I don't know why he would say no to that. Uh, to uh, to Akeem Smith and the people who put up the GoFundMe and those who have contributed. I appreciate the thoughtful gesture and generosity, but it's completely unnecessary. What are your thoughts on uh, the fans of Andre Leontali setting up a GoFundMe account to save his mansion? Now, you know, personally, I'm particularly upset because last week, Cicely Tyson and Maya Angelou both whispered in my ear. They told me to use my platform and ask the fashion people why they is not out here trying to save this man from the cold. We is in a pandemic. He is I'm clearly got underlying health conditions. It's cold. We got winter storms out here. And you are $500,000 in arrears, okay? When I went to Florida State University and got my degree in economics, those people ain't told me shit about no job you could get at 71 years old that's going to pay you $500,000 signing bonus before the sheriff can put your shit out. And you so ornery and so proud, you didn't want to call Naomi them. And the people said, okay, he don't want to call, but we're going to answer anyway because that's what we're supposed to do for our old people. They is raising money for you and you too damn proud to take it. You know what? At this point, I wouldn't give a damn if his ass was sleeping inside the boys and girls club or uh, eat or uh, sitting in jail somewhere with three hots in a damn cot. You too damn proud to take the money and get your ass out of arrears. 
then so be it. I see you at the homeless shelter when I'm dropping off all these oversized design <laughs> clothes I got because I don't gain weight to put on all this muscle with all this body yaddy yaddy. Claudia, so let me let me give you a different perspective on this, okay? Please. How you gonna be five hundred thousand in arrears? <laughs> Clearly, you need money. I wouldn't give a damn where the shit was coming down from. Clearly, you need it. Listen, with Leon, Leon, uh, Andre Leon Talley, as we all know, has had financial issues in the past. He filed for bankruptcy in New the state of New York in nineteen ninety three. He filed for bankruptcy in the state of North Carolina in nineteen ninety seven. He styled for bankruptcy again in the state of North Carolina in nineteen ninety eight. Let this be. Uh, in my mind, let him be a cautionary tale. Let him be a lesson. If you are ever the only black person in an industry at that height and you don't make it your business to put another person on, then be prepared when the shit hit the fan. And in this case, the shit has hit the fan and it's coming in the form of an eviction. All right. So whether you work at Popeye's or Pepsi, you need to know that you can't do people wrong like that and feel like it's okay, period, end of story. Now I did hear this T, that maybe because of those, those credit issues and filing bankruptcy, that uh, some friends of his that were super wealthy, he was renting that, uh, that house and then it was like, a, they, they sold it to him. So he was paying kind of like- No, no, they didn't pay. sell it to him. They leased it to him. Well, that's I think clear. he that's says he said something about he thought it was a lease to own, or he thought he was yeah. owning the home, supposedly. And that's right? the same way he thought that that bankruptcy for not paying his taxes was going to happen and clear him of all his financial woes. Let's be clear what in this situation would happen. There was someone who was using his influence in the, in the in the fashion industry to help him out. They helped him get a car earlier, right? Remember, he couldn't even go get a car. For 45000 Gave them the money. And I don't even understand that part of the story. He gave them allegedly $45,000 to go get him a car. If you got money to pay for the car in cash, why can't you go get the car on your own? Because his credit is bad. I had a, a, a friend like that that had to jump up. In cash, why do you need credit? You know what? Living above his means. He probably didn't want a 45000 on a car. He probably wanted some of the, you know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, okay. So that's what we're talking about. So like what? I Somebody said, let this be a cautionary tale for all of y'all out there. On, on my clubhouse conversation that I had somebody, a fan came on and said something that was very poignant. And she said, all the while I was asking, where is his money? And she said he never made any, that he was skating through life on the favors of white people. And when he fell out of favor with white people, right. the favors from white people stopped. And I believe it. I don't think he was making a lot of money. I think that, you know, it appeared he was making a lot of money because he's sitting on the front row. He got on the latest fashion. But this is the game. It don't cost Louis Vuitton nothing to give you one of every piece from the latest line. It don't cost them nothing. It don't cost Givenchy nothing to send you a car and fly your ass to Paris and Milan to take up three seats at the front of the fashion show and write about him in the damn magazine. So I do believe he was skating by on favorites. And unfortunately, as we know, you get old and you become, and I hate to say this, and this is not me saying it, this is society saying it, you become old and you become worthless. Right. So uh, in the chat, Chris says he's a stunt, he was a stunt queen. Basically, of the world. Yeah, when I see someone dressed like that with those big, huge capes and those glasses, it just, he just, he was giving 
I'm showing y'all I'm extremely wealthy. And when I see that sometimes, I don't always buy it when people have to have to just like really put it front and center. Mm. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to pray for Andre Leon Talley and hope that he gets it together. And I know it's tough to keep up payments on a mansion, but guess what? With all the people that have fled the scene in New York City, there's a lot of available one and two bedroom apartments in New York City. And maybe we stop living for the dream. That's why he left New York City. New York City. He couldn't maintain the apartment in New York City. That's why he left New York City, allegedly, because there was mold in one in, in his apartment in New York City. That's why they, they put him out of New York City too, remember? Oh, Al, you were going for his throat. I'm just, you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a fact checker, so just We'll be back with the last few minutes of Shady Ass TGIF when we return. Sorry, Andre. Welcome back to TGIF. I'm having a good time. Like, if I was ratchet, I would always, I would actually put in my uh, cash app to ask y'all for money for this show because this show has been super fun. I'm not trying to be shady to nobody out there. But anyways, listen, uh, rapper Takashi69 uh, said that Little Nas X is trying to slide in his DMs. And even, I'm sorry, no, no, no. Yeah, it was Little Nas X is saying Takashi 69 was sliding into his DMs. Little Nas decided to po play along and he posted a clip from the DM of Takashi 69. Let's take a look at it. He's uh, kind of showing the message where Takashi 69 is like, I'm in your town, what's good? With hearts. So little Nas, uh, Takashi Six Nine is like, no, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't trying to holler at him. He's lying. So what do y'all think? Are they playing around? It's just for fun, or did Takashi Six Nine get busted trying to holler at little Nas X? You know, I don't know what to believe, but I'm gonna make the choice to believe little Nas X because Takashi gets on my everlasting nerve. So any type of revenge or justice that served not in his favor. I'm here for it. I'm tired of people bothering Little Nas X because he's breaking down barriers as an African-American megastar that happens to be gay. And these hetero homophobes who can barely go gold, they can't take it. I, I You know, I totally understand that perspective, but I feel like that that was just young and silly. What, what What's the point of you exposing that Takashi 69 and you're dancing about it. I'm just a little bit confused about why that's a dancing moment. Because the article was about the Chinese using anal swabs as the new method of doing COVID. And so then he threw it to Little Nas X and was like, Little Nas X jumps in the comments or whatever the case may be. Oh, it was a okay, whole got it. Joke. Okay, so he's like, oh, so he's like, oh, you want to talk about playing in the booty, but you were sliding in my DMs. What's the T, sis? Oh, okay, got it. So was he saying that, um, was he saying that Takashi 69 is trying to play in his booty. So Little Nas X likes his booty played with? No, Al, you so old and light skinned. You need to read the stories before we go to work. The you know, point was. How about you take your part time job, have it <laughs> with your little red cup? How about you do that? Because I, I was not emailed this particular story. So somebody needs to tell me what's going on. Like, I okay. Takashi 69. Okay. Threw a shot at Lil Nas X about okay. that tiny uh, eight-clock story. Yes. So Lil Nas X is like, okay, okay, you want to try to come to me? I was minding my own business. Let me show a screenshot where you was trying to holler at me, Mr. Masculinity, Mr. Anti-Gay. And so he's putting him on blast. 
it, yeah. where there have been stuff about Takashi Six Nine said before. And oh, Jackie Harris, I live for her Twitter. She got on there. She goes, "So you trying to tell me that Takashi was looking for six to nine inches?" So she was throwing shade. I, we got to get her on. I, I, I would love to have her. Yeah, right I would love her. Um, y'all, this was fun, y'all. This is. I cannot wait for our Miami trip, and we're gonna either be on an eight hundred dollar boat. Or $45. Oh, I'm, not I'm not doing a raft. A blow up raft is not going to work for me. Get your coins up, player. <laughs> I had a great time with y'all. Y'all fun tonight? I had a blast. This probably was our last show, Fox Soul Family. <laughs> <laughs> it's been real. Uh, listen, I want to thank my co host, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. Thank you for joining me tonight. We had a great time. Thanks for watching us on the Fox Soul uh, YouTube app and also on YouTube. and. I I'm drunk. I said the same thing twice. Y'all know what the hell I'm talking about. You know where you saw us. Stay tuned for Hollywood Unlocked with Jason Lee Uncensored. We'll see you next time. All right, take care. You have a great weekend.